parts of East Winter Garden are being annexed into their true home. New parking is coming to downtown Winter Garden, mandatory mask stay at OCPS, and an elected official seems to have a beef with West Orange Times and Observer. The date is February 3rd, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. Residents gathered in the halls of Winter Garden City Commission Chambers on Thursday, January 27th, to speak out in support of an interlocal agreement between the City of Winter Garden and Orange County for the annexation of an East Winter Garden enclave. Community Development Director Steve Pash said the agreement annexes the properties as well as the rights of way. The maintenance of roads and ponds will be turned over to the city. Pash explained... There is one portion of the agreement that requires the county to do what is known as the, quote, East Bay Street Paving and Drainage Improvements. That allows the county up to five years to complete. Now, this is a big deal, and at the meeting, a lot of the citizens were speaking out about this drainage problem that has been going on for decades. Mayor John Reese said it best, quote, What's the reason that this is going to take Orange County five years to complete the project, other than that it's the county? End quote. The mayor went on to suggest that perhaps the city can fix it themselves and then get reimbursed by the county. And the city staff will be looking into this proposal by bringing it to the county. Now, the full story is in this week's paper by Annabelle Sykes. And in other similar City of Winter Garden news, Amy Questenberry tells us about the new Community Resource Center. She writes, East Winter Garden residents will soon have a place to apply for jobs, seek community services, obtain housing assistance, and more. The City of Winter Garden has been working on huge plans for the east side and is ready to launch the revitalization efforts. City Manager John Williams calls the next step an asset for the residents. A thousand square foot mobile building has been placed on Center Street near 10th, to serve as a community resource center and to provide programming and services to its residents. A job center, housing assistance, business opportunities, a healthy West Orange kiosk, community liaison office, meeting space, and additional community services will be offered. The public will be invited to an open house in late spring or early summer to learn all about what it has to offer for the community. Now, Commissioner Mark Mayshall, who is the commissioner for this district, is quoted here. There was some misinformation about this building being a police substation. That was never the intention, end quote. And he does go on to discuss this topic more in the article. Check out all the details by reading this week's paper. Now, one final piece of news surrounding the city of Winter Garden is that construction on the North Boyd Street parking lot has begun. This will bring a total of 124 new parking spaces to the downtown area on Boyd Street, including associated drainage, landscaping, irrigation, and lighting improvements. The project will also include the installation 
of a bicycle repair shelter at the southwest corner of the parking lot. The lot at 63 North Boyd will close starting February 7th and remain closed until the new parking lot is constructed. Anticipated completion is mid-May. Now, Orange County District 1 Commissioner Nicole Wilson hosted a virtual community meeting along with the Orange County Parks and Recreation Office January 18th to gather community input on what should go into the planned Watermark Park in Horizon West. Watermark Park is part of a greater expansion of parks into Horizon West that will open within the next five years. And this one is expected to open in 2024. With the rapid growth of the area, it already had been foreseen that the area would need more parks as families move in. Watermark is expected to cost $1.2 million for the design and construction. Now, a follow-up meeting is set to take place March 30th. Now, you may ask, how do I know about this meeting? How do I know about all these meetings that are going on affecting us in West Orange County? Well, one really good way is to stay connected with us here at the West Orange Times and Observer. You could go online and fill out your subscriptions that you want, your e-newspaper, promotion and deals, daily headlines. You know, we will give you the heads up often when these kind of meetings are about to occur. So it's a good way to do it. It's a good way to stay connected. And we always like to follow up on them too, tell you what happened, tell you what's going on in the communities. You know, Facebook is a great tool for that. I mean, I'm not a big social media guy, but (laughs) I guess I am on the Facebook a lot. But uh, sometimes, uh, well... You know, actually, I got on Facebook trouble. I, not Facebook jail, of course, but some trouble with the Facebook in a group. I found myself kicked out of a Facebook group. I was very surprised by this. I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't find the group anymore. It's the Rants, Raves, and Reviews. Now, I think a lot of you are familiar with the Winter Garden, Rants, Raves, and Reviews. I think that's the biggest. I think it's the original you know, the big kahuna there. And I like the rants, raves, and reviews, particularly because I like, I like the raves. You know, I think that we need to be positive. We need to tell each other our great experiences in the communities. You know, I'm not a big fan of the rants. I emailed, or I, well, I didn't email. I did the messenger. I went on the messenger and messaged the founder of the rants, raves, and reviews, Sean O'Neill. And I said, hey, I think I'm, might be some kind of mistake. I'm, I'm, I think I'm banned from the group somehow. Well, he told me that I was the biggest violator of the rules Rants, Raves, and Reviews has. Or he said one of the biggest. <laughs> so this was a shock to me. A total shock. You know, I like to follow the rules. Uh, but apparently I'm a big rule breaker on the Rants, Raves, and Reviews. So... And then we realized what happened there. What I was doing was whenever I wanted to rave, because I don't do the rants, I do the raves. Well, I would do it by reposting something that uh, was some content of mine. So whether it would be the afterthought show where I do a long form interview with somebody on on a camera, I would repost that and say, hey, you should check out Jim Crescitelli of the Winter Garden Heritage Foundation. He's amazing. And then I'd link to the video that I made. Or it would be a magazine article that I did for, you know, um, Chef's Table or something. You know, and I'd say, hey, rave to Chef's Table. And then I'd 
have attached the magazine article that I did for Chef's Table. You know, this kind of stuff. Or I do the West Orange Times. I would do the West Orange on the go. And I'd post that. I'd say, hey, listen to what I'm talking about here. I rave about this. So I'm thinking this is no problem because I'm doing it all the time. I mean, (laughs) probably once a week I'm doing this. Never hear anything about it. And then all of a sudden I'm in Rants, Raves, and Reviews jail. So... (laughs) So Sean was very nice. Actually, he's a really very nice guy. And um, he gave me, you know, he kicked me around a little bit uh, about the situation. I apologized. I told him I really didn't realize that this was wrong. But he basically pointed out that this is, you know, like backdoor advertisement. And I agree. I mean, it's definitely what it is. So, you know, now I know I can't do that. So I am back in the rants, raves, and reviews I am back, and I appreciate Sean for telling me how to act, and I promised promised that I will behave moving forward. (laughs) But I did want to give a shout-out to my new friend Sean O'Neill, who was very nice to me and a good man and created a wonderful community group. So if you're not part of the Rants, Raves, and Reviews, I encourage you to check it out. Get on the Facebook. Go on Rants, Raves, and Reviews. He also created some other ones. Another one I like is the West Orange Discussions group. So check these groups out, but be positive. You know, bring a rave, but don't try to advertise on there. That's not good. All right. So don't be like me in that regard, but do learn from my lesson. All right. And maybe I'll see you on the Rants, Raves, and Reviews. Okay. That was an unintentional endorsement. I was not paid for that, but there you have it. Let's go to the next story because we spent too much time on Facebook. Orange County Public Schools announced the extension of the mask requirement for all adults on a school campus. The announcement made on Friday, January 28th, pertains to all employees, volunteers, visitors, and vendors. Unable to place a mask mandate on children per state authority, OCPS said in a statement, we strongly encourage the use of face masks by students, then quotes. And now we travel on down to the road and talk about a school that's not part of the Orange County Public School System, and it's my favorite school. It's a Christian school. They've been around since 1958. The church that they're associated with has been around for well over 100 years. It's Foundation Academy. You need to check them out where character matters. Okay, now let's go into the final page. Now, I call it that because sometimes it's a story from the newspaper I'll read, or sometimes it's, you know, something important I want to talk about, and we'll we'll go through it together. But today, I kind of want to revisit a story from last week. Now, you know, just remember, before we get into this, This is local news and comment, where I go through the stories from the West Orange Times and Observer and give my comment sometimes, and I don't always give a comment, but sometimes I do, and it's kind of a subjective editorial style comment. It does not represent the West Orange Times and Observer. You know, my opinions don't. They represent Austin Arthur. That's me. Okay, so just keep that in mind as we go through this. So I'm looking at my favorite page on Facebook, which, of course, is the West Orange Times and Observer. 
And I see the story that I read last week. It's the story about the 41 single-family homes going in, the Lake Roberts Reserve. So I'm looking at the story. I say, okay, I remember that story pretty good. I wonder if there's any updates. And I see down in the comments, you know, everybody could put a comment. You can go put your own comments right now if you want. It says, well, I, I, it catches my eye because it's actually Commissioner, Orange County Commissioner, Nicole Wilson. Well, she chimed in, not for the article, but in a comment on, on Facebook. Quote, what a poorly written... Excuse me. The indignation is prevalent in the first line. Let me start over. Quote, what a poorly written headline. This was approved in 2020 before I even took office. The PSP came before the board in January 2022 with the ability to deny only if it didn't match the previous approval. End quote. So, Commissioner Wilson seems very upset here. Uh, she thinks that the the headline's very poorly written. And, you know, I'm not quite sure what she's referring to. I think the headline's pretty good. Lake Roberts Reserve earns county approval. Well, that's true. I mean, that's exactly what happened. And it it surprises me because she's got five likes on there. And, you know, I just don't really understand the comment. I, I don't understand. This was a nice piece about... The, the community agreeing to the homes. And, um, you know, a lot of people on this Facebook post are saying things like, uh, oh, here's one <laughs> from a friend of mine. Here we grow again. <laughs> and that's cute, you know. Um, actually, another friend of mine says, please no more. And these are appropriate comments because they're worried about overdevelopment. And I, and I sympathize with that a lot. Like I've, you've heard me on this program, for those of you who listen to this podcast, I'm really not in support of a lot of new growth. I think we've got plenty of growing that's already taken place. And, and we could develop on top of that growth to make it better, to enhance what we have. That seems like wise investing to me. But to take away more green space, I'm typically not for. So... You know, I sympathize with the concerns, but the the fact of the matter is, it seems Orange County did the right thing in this case, and you know I'm not a big Orange County guy. And frankly, because a lot of the conditions surrounding the areas were not too good. You know, the county wasn't able to step up on a lot of this. Well, this development is. They're going to take care of a lot of the problems that they've been experiencing. And it kind of takes you back to the East Winter Garden situation we talked about earlier. Former Commissioner Vandalay actually had a lot to do with this deal, you know, they're going to be fixing flooding in the area. They're going to be doing some stuff with the lake to protect the lake. I mean, conservation efforts are going to, are tied into it. I mean, there's a lot of things that are very positive, and you can read more about them at the on the website. All right, but I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your feedback. And I'll see you on the West Orange Times and Observer's Facebook page. If I'm not there, you might find me on the Rants, Raves, and Reviews. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.